Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Daniel Kirsch, and today Sean Hooley's here. He's going to give us a rundown of all the MedTech stories we need to know today, but we have a lot of information related to diabetes. We have an acquisition that didn't really play through and then even one earnings quarterly update. So Sean, can you give us a quick roundup of what we'll talk about today? Sure. Today's news includes updates to Glytex insulin dosing software, FDA breakthrough designation for a water vapor ablation technology, SS Innovations has begun the process of regulatory submissions for its surgical robot, Siemens Health and Ears has its quarterly update, and Cooper Companies has decided to bow out of a nearly $900 million acquisition. So what's the first thing that we should know for today? First thing is that Glytech unveiled updated Glucomander insulin dosing software. The company continues to enhance this entire insulin delivery software ecosystem that it has going. And what is that software? The Glucomander platform helps to streamline workflows, improve outcomes, and support electronic health record systems, working with Glytech's Glucometrics, which provides new insights and analytics to help hospitals improve glycemic management. Together, they form, as I mentioned, the eglycemic management system, which is an entire ecosystem that allows hospitals to help manage insulin dosing. And what is the newest version of that Gluco Commander insulin dosing software? And what does it offer in terms of maybe personalized care and workflow improvements? The fancy name, the 3.5.3.0 software, the latest release, offers better ease of use and more intuitive features, according to the company. It designed the latest release with enhanced order flexibility, aligning order integration more closely with clinical best practice to make ordering easier, reducing the learning curve for new providers, and decreasing the risk of starting a patient on incorrect dosing parameters. It also provides improved IV and subcutaneous transition workflows to give frontline nurses easier at-a-glance access to information needed for a safer transition from intravenous to subcutaneous delivery. Hospital pharmacists also now have expanded medication options available for the treatment of hypoglycemia, and Glytech said it plans to update its oral carbohydrate recommendations for treating severe hypoglycemia as well. So a lot of changes to the software. And what are executives saying about this update? John Downey, the chief commercial officer at Glytech, said that when it comes to glycemic management, build-it-yourself calculators can no longer keep up with the pace of innovation or deliver patient-specific decision support that a high-alert medication like insulin requires. Health systems need research-driven software backed by hundreds of real-world implementations and continuous innovation, and that's what Glytech delivers. Let's move on to some ablation therapy. This one sounded really interesting. Definitely. The FDA-granted breakthrough nod for water vapor ablation therapy from Francis Medical. This was certainly new as far as ablation techniques to me and from a really innovative startup company as well. Definitely. I'd never heard of this before. What is the purpose of the company's water vapor ablation therapy? So the Vanquish therapy is a proprietary, minimally invasive therapy designed to treat prostate, kidney, and bladder cancer. Uh, As far as the breakthrough designation, it seems pretty centered on prostate cancer, but I'm sure the company has plans for the other indications as well. How does Vanquish water vapor technology work and what makes it a minimally invasive treatment option? So It applies thermal energy stored in drops of water to deliver targeted treatments to cancerous tissue through a simple transurethral procedure. It ablates cancer cells while protecting the surrounding structures to lessen the likelihood of life-altering side effects that can come with other prostate cancer treatments. So 
sort of that encompasses the minimally invasive, easy transurethral procedure. So this seems like something that executives of the company can be excited about. I mean, a breakthrough knot is no easy feat. Definitely. And Michael Kujak, the president and CEO, said that the company's goal is to become the first line therapy of choice for patients with prostate cancer. He added that the company's excited the FDA had recognized the potential of its technology to be a breakthrough for patients who today face a difficult choice between addressing their cancer and avoiding the debilitating morbidities often associated with the current standards of care. So what's the next thing that we should know for today? SS Innovations began its FDA and CE Mark submission process hiring an outside firm uh, to help get its surgical robot over the line. It's always fun to add another surgical robot into the fold. This is a new one, at least for me. And what is that company's surgical robot? Well, it's called the SSI Mantra. The company says it's one of the only systems in the world to be distinctly cost-effective with a broad-spectrum surgical applications, including cardiac surgery. The company already received regulatory approval from Indian authorities and validated the system in more than 40 different procedures, so now it's seeking to enter some new geographies. What are some of its features? Well, it's designed to support advanced, affordable, and accessible robotic surgery with capabilities in multi-specialties, including cardiothoracic, head and neck, gynecology, urology, general surgery, and more. It's got a modular 3D vision open console design with superior ergonomics, engaging machine learning models to improve safety and efficiency during procedures. What are SS Innovation's timelines and expectations for achieving this FDA and CE approvals for the surgical robotic device in Europe and the U.S.? Company officials say they feel confident in achieving FDA and CE mark approvals in 2024 and 2025. So, as I said, they're preparing for their submissions and within the next year or two, hoping that those come to fruition. Gotcha. Now let's jump to that earnings story. Yep. Siemens Health Nears, in its third quarter report, reported temporary logistics challenges at its Varian business. The company seems optimistic about working these issues out, though. And what challenges did Varian face during the third quarter that impacted Siemens Health Nears revenue? And how did this affect the company's performance? So the company considers these outbound logistics challenges temporary. The Varian business needs to work through an order backlog. But CEO Bernd Montag said they were optimistic that the orders that didn't make the cutoff in the third quarter would make it into their fourth quarter results. But the company says this hindered its third quarter comparable revenue growth of 6.7%. So what steps is Siemens taking to streamline its portfolio and optimize its performance? Well, the company doesn't see the need to streamline its portfolio within what Montag saw as two cores or two stories with its diagnostics business, its variant business. Diagnostics is kicking in savings from a portfolio simplification, though, and Siemens Health Nears is continuing to ramp down the use of its Corinda surgical robotics for cardiology procedures. So you briefly mentioned what the CEO had to say, but did he have any more to say about any of these challenges or just the company's performance overall? Definitely. Montag said the company remains in a very strong position, and what is fundamentally weighing on margins is that Siemens Health Nears has not gotten back to the economic equation that you are used to in this business out of price and cost because of the long cycle nature of the business. He believes the company still has good opportunities to work on this though. So like I said, optimistic regardless of sort of some downturns and results this past quarter. And now let's move on to the last story that we have for today. 
And this was an interesting one. Uh, Cooper Companies abandoned its $875 million acquisition of Cook Medical's reproductive health business. Companies have not yet commented as of time of recording, but the FTC was happy to share its own statement after it launched an anti-competition investigation into this planned acquisition. What were the original financial details and when was it expected to close? Well, in February of last year, Cook Medical signed a letter of intent to sell the reproductive health business to Cooper Companies in a deal totaling $875 million. Cooper agreed to pay $675 million at closing and the remaining $200 million in four $50 million annual installments. Companies expected that deal to close as soon as the second quarter of 2022. Of course, the FTC investigation stopped that from happening on schedule and likely contributed to the termination of the deal that we're now talking about. Gotcha. And you briefly mentioned the FTC's response, but what did it have to say upon Cooper Company's decision to abandon this acquisition? FTC Bureau of Competition Director Holly Vadova issued a statement saying that following a full phase investigation by FTC staff, Cooper Company's decision to abandon this proposed acquisition ensures that critical reproductive health markets remain competitive. The FTC is committed to protecting patients from higher costs and preserving the incentive to innovate. This deal termination protects competition and is a win for patients. She went on to say that she wants to express appreciation for the cooperation for the FTC staff and competition agencies in Australia and the UK as well. That marks the fifth story. So that's all the news that we have for today. Thanks, Sean, for your contributions and bringing us the news and all your insights today as usual. My pleasure. And as usual, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Sean? LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.